3D6 Down the Line. Hey everybody, welcome back to 3D6 Down the Line. We've got a little surprise for you. As you can tell from the layout of your screen, it's just just me and David tonight. Internet setting. John's decided to uh, nominate me as best boy for the evening. <laughs> and right. uh, we're doing an announcement video. <laughs> yep. Don't tell any of the players, but David is Don't tell favorite. them, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the rest gonna, are dead to us. <laughs> the rest are dead to us, exactly. The way it was it's actually be a solo be. campaign for the rest of the uh, <laughs> the stream. Yep, I just I chose chaos. That's what I did. <laughs> Let's see where this goes. How uh, many things can on we break? <laughs> that's right. So this is a, a little bit of an experiment for the channel, um, but we thought that the circumstances actually this was a great opportunity to actually um, see how this landed with uh, you out there, uh, 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 listeners and watchers. So please let us know what you think. This is just a little bit of a bonus content that is sort of tagged on naturally to episode 34, which is the episode called the um, the Book Stealers of Plumthorn. Um, at the uh, and this is actually directly related to book stealing. So um, over the course of the campaign so far, the party has collected a a, a large amount of scrolls and spell books, um, and uh, not the least of which was the massive haul that they actually got from the Library of Thoth, uh, including Isocritus' spell book, Trestes' spell book, um, and a ton of books of uh, actual literary works. So the literary works we're going to wait for next episode to actually do with everybody, um, but we thought that we would take this time to actually just one-on-one, -on -one, because it's basically of primary interest to Onweir, um, to go over the contents of uh, the scrolls and the spell books, go through the mechanics of what it takes for, for Onweir to actually decipher these things, inscribe them should he wish, and all that sort of stuff, which would take up a lot of time. It's a lot of bookkeeping that we thought would kind of crowd out the rest of, a, of an episode. So we thought we'd just kind of contain it and a uh, small little bonus content. So please, in the comments, let us know what you think of this. If you think it's useful, um, uh, we'll do more of these kind of things. I think it would be nice to kind of encapsulate um, bookkeeping uh, scenarios in, in little episodes like this, which would be kind of cool. So uh, that said, let's just jump into it. So um, let me take a look at what we've got here, according to my notes. So we have a number of scrolls and we have a number of spell books. Which would you like to uh, delve into first? Uh, I like a little suspense. So let's do the scrolls first. So everyone has to really wonder about ISO's book for a little bit. <laughs> cool. All right. we'll, we'll build up to it. All right. So uh, mechanics-wise, so if you're following along in your OSC book, uh, I do a slightly modified version. makes things a little bit easier for Magic users. Um, so the, the way it works is that you cannot uh, decipher another person's written incantations unless you cast read magic they're written in uh every arcane caster has their own script that they scribe their their uh, magic in so they uh, uh another caster must use read magic to un to uh, decipher those arcane writings but the reason that we have such a huge amount of spell books and scrolls is because Anwir has been without his spell book for so long, so he has no access to read magic. But lo and behold, he actually got his spell book back in the Library of Thoughts, so he is now able to, to memorize read magic again. So back at the end of the Broken Head, after the escape from Plungertown, he finally is able to pull out his lovely spell book and actually memorize read magic. He has two first, oh, levels, two first level slots. You're going to fill them both with read magic, right? I am indeed. Okay, and then he is going to cast both of those. Now, so he can only cast two read magics per day. Then he has to rest, memorize them again. So he basically has access. To, he can cast read magic twice per day. Um, now, 
John, within those days, do I have any time between resting to harass Gorond as much as possible? Because I'd like to oh, pay, yeah. put that in the... Okay, that's in the books. I, uh, I so assume. I already had my, other, my otherwise activity is I'm really just make his life miserable if I can. <laughs> Easy peasy. Actually, I'm, specifically, just so everyone knows, uh, lore, canon, right? I'm going to ask him very inane questions as if I don't understand the answers. <laughs> And have him have to slowly explain very basic things to me <laughs> to the point of fury. That's basically all I'm going to do. And I'm just going to relish that, you know. Like, uh, just like pretend like you're only hearing Dwarven. You're like, I don't speak that, man. I don't, I don't know what I you're I don't saying. understand what you're, what are you, I, a cup? What's a cup? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> all right. So with the scrolls, you can, the way I'm ruling it is that read magic can, uh, a, a single casting of read magic lasts one turn. So I'm saying mm. that with the scrolls, uh, that it doesn't take that long to actually figure out what they are. So I would say that all sure. the scrolls is a single casting. Amazing. All right. So that first day, so you basically, you spend all night memorize. Well, you spend a, a few minutes, you spend like an hour uh, memorizing your read magic. Then you go to bed the next day. You cast your first read magic of the day, uh, with all of your scrolls splayed out before you in your room at the end of the broken head. Um, so, I have. Uh, do you do you really care what order I go in? Should I just knock them knock them down? I don't mind. You, you have better. Ted has done better bookkeeping with you, so I'm sure you'll have a quicker yeah. approach than I will. Yeah. So okay. So we'll whip through them right, real quick. Uh, let me just. Uh, I have page numbers here. So uh, first one. Thank you, Ted. By the way, sorry. Yes, Ted <laughs> is a. I would not have been able to do this without Ted. Like uh, there were so Huge. many from past episodes. So um, mm -hmm. okay, that's why we're not making fun of of uh, Mort. Just just Gorn. No, of course not. Well, and also Mort's likable, and Ted's <laughs> likable. <laughs> okay, we've got... Uh, yeah, okay. First one off uh, is from the... On the Darling Trail on, on level three, uh, you had come into a room where there were three sarcophagi, um, and the, there was a spear trap that you avoided, that whole thing, and then one of the sarcophagi, you actually found a scroll. Uh, that's the first one and that I have listed here. And you cast Read Magic, mm -hmm. and it is a scroll of Magic Mouth. Ooh. And luckily enough for you, we're starting off on a good note. That is both a uh, magic user and an illusionist spell. So Heck yeah. You, you can actually cast that. Actually, I should get up the uh, illusionist spell list here just so I can... Yeah, bring it up. Uh, magic Mouth is a second-level illusionist spell. Okay. Mm -hmm. We've encountered uh, a version of it in the dungeon, as everyone is aware. That's right. Two of them. Uh, but now you can mm -hmm. make it say whatever you want. Um, oh, right listen. <laughs> I may not have time this time around, but the Gorond idea I just had? Oh. <laughs> the possibility Every night he tries to sleep, he's going to hear a little whispering. <laughs> All right. So the uh, so this is a good example of what's, what Onweir is capable of now. So he has two second-level slots but he has no second level spells in his spell book. So he has a choice now with this first, this is sort of indicative of what's going to be rolling forward here is he has a choice. He could take the scroll with him and make it a one-off and, and cast it because he has the ability to cast a second level spell, which this is, or he also has the ability to actually scribe this into his spell book, uh, but he has to make a roll based on his intelligence, which is what again, Anmir? 18. 18. Do you hear do you hear that, gang? Hey yeah. Ted. Hey Ted. I have an 18 intelligence. You rolled that shit naturally. 3d6 down the line. Nat 18. Uh that would uh let me, let me see. Um that would give you a let's see. We'll take a look at the book here. Um 
18 gives him a 90% chance to, to scribe any scroll into a spell book, which is pretty awesome. Okay. All right. So that out of the way. Magic mouth. Done. Next up, we have a certain wizard. The first wizard that Onward decided to slip a knife into. <laughs> that would be old Blondvig, creator of mortality. Um, he had a single scroll on him, but bad news for Onward. Fireball. That is most definitely not an illusion. Um, that is a third. Now I can use the scroll, but I can't scribe it. Correct? You cannot. You cannot use the scroll. Well, I can't even use it. Oh, that's even better. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, it's even that's worse. good to know, though. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, but it's fun. I like. Uh, I like that there are systems in place. Yep. So you you cannot cast that. Uh, it is a third level magic user spell that doesn't. I mean, knowing you, David, you're going to find it some other use for it. It could be a bargaining chip. <laughs> it could be sold. Sure. You know, you you you've got a couple of magic users sitting right there at the bar mm. right now. Oh, I know, I know. I'm first thought I had. Mm. We're in alignment there. So uh, yeah. So fireball value is valuable. Is what it is. It's a valuable yeah. thing. Uh, one of these days, we as a party will do some uh, prior campaign stories, and uh, anyone who's noticed the Easter egg on our website will know that Fireball has a very significant, very significant history with myself and Mike, which <laughs> may or may not relate to the uh, relentless harassment his character will get for the rest of time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe we'll, we'll explore that story in a future Discord. Yeah, it was, it's a good one. It's a good one. Love Mike. Yeah. All right. Next up, uh, we have a number of different scrolls that were discovered on the dead adventurers' bodies in the Hall of Shrines, mm -hmm. uh, which was that huge, massive hall with the statue of Thoth with the Numa kind of coming out of it with those aspects of Thoth that they were too scared to sort of uh, to, to mess with too much right before they found evidence of a strange culture with strange weaponry beyond. Um, so these were found on the unfortunate dead adventurers that died mysteriously in that hall. Uh, so we have a number of spells that you're, uh, the, the cool, actually, let me get to the page here just to double check. I don't trust my own notes. One moment, please. How many total, John? Uh, checking. I gotcha. Okay. What do you mean there is no, oh yeah, I'm in the wrong, wrong document. Okay. But, but. So there is a single scroll, sorry, single scroll, but it has four spells on it. Okay. Oh, is, I didn't. I didn't know that was possible. Interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, that's like that's an encumbrance thing. That's very cool, right? Like, uh, yeah, you have a single scroll, so it takes up one slot, but you actually have four spells that you could cast from it. Um, what's really cool about this, and I swear to God, I couldn't believe it whenever they stumbled upon it either. As as you guys can see in the PDF that's uh, right next to you there, um, they are four illusionist spells. That's and you did not do anything to modify this. I didn't this modify. Just, yeah, that's it is. It's in the module. Look, yeah. I you know uh, all I got to say is I'm glad I deviated us away from uh, our initial escape because that is phenomenal. It's pretty to cool. Hear. We got all that props to Richard cool. Barton for I, as I've yeah. been reading the different. You know, I haven't read this whole thing cover to cover, but I've actually been very happy with how much he, uh, he's obviously aware of the illusionist as a separate class in um, this amazing. Was written, this was yeah. written for Osric, which is a clone of um, mm -hmm. AD&D first edition, which is where mm -hmm. the illusionist first appeared. Right. Um, and so uh, he, he gave them their due. They, they, they were fairly represented. So uh, now what's really even cooler for you, David, is that these are not spells that are in the OSC advanced players tome. These are all new spells you've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just said the most magical thing I could hear ever, basically. Yeah. I love off book shit. Okay, I know you this would is, like it. Mm, yeah. You can also thank ooh, Richard for all that right. one. 
Uh, Thank you, Richard. Yeah, if you're listening. (laughs) Okay, so we have, uh, the first one is Dispel Exhaustion, which is probably what you think it is. Um, Mm -hmm. That is, unfortunately for you, a fourth level illusionist spell. Okay. All right. Uh, The, sorry, I gotta go back to my thing here. The next one is, um, uh, you're like this one, Uh, it's called A Brain Full of Small Spiders. (laughs) <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. That is a second level spell. So you can cast mm-hmm. that. There is the next spell is actually called a brain full of large spiders. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a this full, is phenomenal. This is this a, may be the best writing in the book, Richard. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's a fourth level spell too, unfortunately. That's gonna be okay, one, one that's to wait right. for. Um mm-hmm. and the last one is Warding Chain of Glyphs. Mm. And that uh, is actually now in in this because this was written for first edition. This is actually technically a seventh level illusionist spell, which does not exist in OSC. So I'm just going to blank it. I don't care if it's balanced or not. I'm going to call it yeah. a six. I'm going to call it a sixth level spell. So it, it's like the highest one of the highest level spells illusionists can learn. Can't wait. Okay. Uh, amazing. Is there any value in reading what those are right now, or do we want to keep moving through and then maybe return later? No, or what can... would you prefer, John? Well, off camera, what I'll do is I'll actually I'll give you I'll give you the full text, but I can give you like the basic ideas of what these do. They um, can see it right now, so they, they can read the info right on their end. Yeah, audience can definitely. Oh, okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. That's the only reason I was really concerned. But yeah, do you off camera, know? you can tell me the rest. Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, well, whatever. Sorry, I'm, I'm making this difficult. Give me a quick synopsis of a brain of spiders yeah. and, and the warding chain. Okay, so Warding Chain is a pretty badass. Um, it is basically a much more powerful version of Glyph of Warding, the classic cleric spell. Mm-hmm. But what you can yeah. actually do is stack a number of of glyphs on top of one another. And as each one goes off each round, it ratchets up the damage that is caused by people uh, trying to move through it. So it's like a, a, a extremely powerful and devastating like abjuration, right? Like, uh, like it, it's, it's basically like That's the amazing. ultimate insecurity, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And then, uh, what did I say here? We got, oh, the brainfuls, yeah. All right, so brainful of small spiders, which is the one that you can actually cast right now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you create, it's what you probably think, it creates a sensation mm-hmm. that small spiders are crawling around on top of and possibly within the subject's head. Um, the result is to cause the unfortunate subject to whip his or her, her head around, trying to clear the spiders. Um, this imposes a minus one penalty to all rolls and halves movement. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. It lasts that's really for good. And that's, a, hmm? it, that's just the second level version. That's the second level. Yeah, that's the small spiders. Um, so that's like normal spiders. Like they feel like they're crawling all over them. Mm-hmm. Um, that lasts for three rounds plus one round per level. Um, so that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, has a Very cool. crazy range, 240 feet. You can cast that thing like way far away. Um, oh, the temptation. Describe this immediately. Right? <laughs> oh, man, that's brutal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right, so the large spiders is pretty sick. It makes them believe that the spider, like large spiders, are gnawing at his or her brain stem, causing excruciating oh. pain and fear. Um, so you take two to twelve hit points of damage per round. That's two, so two d six, um, and is rendered helpless with fear each round. You have to roll a saving throw um, versus spells. And if the save is made, damage is halved, and the subject is freed from the fear for the remainder of the duration. Duration is one round per level, so it has a much smaller duration, but it, it, it actually, like, psychically damages them. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
So, pretty, uh, wow, pretty That's sick, really cool. Um, and really this, cool. Debel exhaustion. I'm not exactly sure, but I'm probably let's touch. Um, creates powerful, powerful illusion of physical health. So you gain you gain fifty percent of any hit points that have been lost, um, and function for all intents and purposes as if these hit points were real. Those hit points are first to be subtracted if you sustain damage. Damage, um, and then at the end of the duration, the illusory illusory hit points are lost. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, and, and tack on, nice tack on effect. Any character under the influence of the spell can move, but not attack at double the normal speed. So it basically wow, gives you like, a, like a minor haste. Yeah, it's like an illusory burst of um, of health and vitality, basically. So um, I guess in five E terms, it's sort of like having temporary hit points. Yeah, that's great. Um, but like 50%, which is pretty great. What's the duration on that one? Uh, duration is three turns per level. Per level. And wow. what, what are you? You're fourth? Fourth now. So yeah. 12 turns, that's two hours worth of temporary hit points in double speed. That's a fourth That's a fourth level spell. So by the time you actually yeah. get it, you would get that when It'll you're... Be... What, your seventh level, uh, I think, I is when you'd be able chart. to access? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Dang. Cool. So that was what on, what was on one of the dead bodies in the Hall of Shrines. Uh, lastly, the last scroll that we have is from the spider webs, I believe, in the chasm where you fought the... Uh, oops, wrong one. Uh, where you fought the spiders. Crawling out of the chasm. Yes. Yeah, so you remember there was like that body that was encased in the, in the webs and was it Gorn yeah. who went out there and got this stuff? I think it was. I missed that that's that episode, but I remember oh, okay. listening in. But yeah. Uh yeah, so let's see what we got here. Okay, this one, um, uh, not so lucky. This is all magic user spells. It is a one single scroll with three magic user spells. All three are classics. Magic missile, sleep, and ray of enfeeblement. Nice. Pretty cool. Very valuable again, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, the magic missile, sleep, and raven people met. Yep. Okay. Cool. So all of that scroll reading and deciphering um, was done in uh, the span of 10 minutes after you cast your first read magic. Right? So you go off, you uh, pester Gorn for a couple hours, you come back, and you cast your second read magic of the day. This is on the 26th of Ligarios. John, um, sorry to just interrupt one second. Uh huh. Sorry, sorry. If I want to describe, since I only took about 10 minutes, if I want to describe the small brain spider spell, mm -hmm. how long would it take? There is no clear and cut rule for that, and rules as written as OSE. Um, mm -hmm. I know we said off camera that it would probably take like 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 eight hours, like a full day, describe mm -hmm. anything that you want to describe. I think that's probably the case. Maybe when we start getting to like some heavy duty, like high level stuff, it would probably take a little bit longer because I, I would assume it would be more complex rituals and stuff but is it unfair for me to do that today while also reading magic twice no in your mind no, i'm okay fine. if that's because right. so magic I, only would takes you rather me yeah would you rather me look at the other thing today or scribe that right now attempt to scribe it. you what you want to do? i'm going to attempt to scribe it right now right on i got the dice stream up uh so you are free to go ahead and roll you're looking for 90 or below and i'm rolling what uh d percentile d100 okay oh yeah 90 or below thanks yeah David has, or Henri has an 18 intelligence. The only 18 in the group. Naturally roll. I don't know how to do a D100 on Owlbear. Is there an option? Uh, yeah, so if you just, uh, it's the bottom 
dice. So the one that says zero zero on it. Oh, there we go. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. I also have terrible luck, so if I biff this, it would be very There's funny. There's a 10% chance. <laughs> I would la- yeah. I'm going to laugh if it happens. I'm not going to be upset, but that would be very funny. So this is brain full of small spiders, right? Yeah, 83. Ooh, it's a little close. That was, that close. was a little close. <laughs> a, little close <laughs> a man of lesser intelligence wouldn't have been able to oh, I, know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and because it's on one scroll, would the entire scroll be eliminated then? No. It, okay, but, okay. Yeah, it was part of it. Like, yeah, so only that only that spell, like Section. the writing disappears, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, that's gotcha. a wisp off okay. in like a puff of smoke. Um, but now mm-hmm. you have been able to actually put that in your own private arcane language into your own spell, because Ooh. your first, second Ooh, spell. So juicy, so yeah, juicy. Pretty cool. Okay, uh, any other spells that you want to try to scroll, uh, scribe right now? That's all I can do right now. Okay, all right, casting your second uh, read magic today. So this is the last time that you can cast read magic on the 26th of Ligarios. Um you have your choice of the... Here's the spell books in play. We have uh, the Isocritus's, Trusty, Blonveg. Uh, there was a dead henchwoman that you discovered. Her name was Cassandra that you found on that Darling Trail that was in the sand um, the sand uh, creature's room where you found mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Seth's Bane. Um, and you also found a spell book in the kitchen refectory in plunger town along with like a, a cookbook uh that had recipes you also found like an indecipherable spell book of some sort probably mm-hmm. from one of the cook's latest victims um gotcha. so you have one two three four five so i'm going to call it like the cook's spell book okay um, so you have cook spell book I can we just call it the cookbook the cook book sure uh the cook's book <laughs> the cook's book isocritus trusty blonde bake cassandra which one would you you have you can decipher one uh, using your last casting of read magic this today, I'm going to do ISO's last, and I'm going to try to guess uh, from least to most powerful. So I'm going to start with Tresty. Tresty, okay, very good. Let me hop over to her. Poor Tresty, we hardly knew ye. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, the spellbook of Tresty Iredale. This was found uh, along with Isocritus's in the stacks of the Library mm-hmm. of Thoth very recently. Um, Okay. The first one we have is a spell that you've never heard of. It's called Basil's Torch Treatment. All right. It is a magic user. I love this. It's a (laughs) first-level magic user spell. Okay. Um, uh, So this appears to be written by a mage by the name of Basil Bracteros. The name Bracteros actually rings a bell as one of the great five families of the Archontean Empire. Oh, nice. um, so uh, it extends, it's very, very simple. Magic, so first level magic user spell, it extends the life of torches threefold. So That's it, great. It's, it be, so torches actually last 18 turns rather than six. Um, and it actually affects multiple torches. It affects two torches plus one torch per level. This is all moot because you can't cast it, but it's pretty, pretty, yeah. cool, pretty cool new spell. Oh, I think it's good to know. Um, then we have uh, Charm Person, uh, Comprehend Languages. Is that a... I don't know if Comprehend might be a... I have the list up. Let me see. Uh, I do not see it on there. Nope. Nope. Uh, erase, which is not yours... Friends, I think I'll friends. Think what might... level is it? Hold on. 
Friends I don't is, think so. Friends, I believe, is a um. No, that's also a that's also a magic use spell. So yeah. I think a lot of these are going to be that way. Uh, magic missile again. Right. Uh, message. Uh, let me see if messages. So I have to double check in Osric because they have some spells that aren't in OSC, which I would allow you to have okay. if they were illusions. Uh, so message no. Um, uh, read magic again. Sleep. Uh, another new spell called the Bracteros effect. Zero. Ooh, this is good. This is actually a magic user two spell, but it's a first level illusionist spell. Easier for illusionists to learn. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so this was actually devised by the great mage Basil Bracteros um, mm -hmm. as, as yet another utility spell for subterranean explorers. Um, so you could choose up to three light sources, torches, continual light rocks, glowing swords, anything that, ex that exudes light. Um, mm -hmm. And there's some material component bullshit. Um, uh, so for the duration, the light source... Oh, I remember this one. So for the duration, the light sources are effectively invisible to anyone but those within 20 feet. Uh, oh, that's great. This should ring a bell. In other words, the light sources work normally for those carrying them and others within the 20-foot radius but are completely masked to those outside that radius. Um, of course, the Bacteros effect does not grant true invisibility, nor does it mask noise, but as a means of shielding one's light sources from curious and potentially hostile eyes, it has no equal. So it is... It is, it is like a non-negative version of of Avaricius's uh, mm -hmm. blacklight torch, right? Amazing. What's the duration on that? Duration is one to three hours plus one hour per level. Hey, pretty great. I'm gonna definitely be using that. Wow. Yeah, very very powerful. Um, that is a first level illusionist spell. Uh, that's a really powerful first level spell, actually. I'm loving this. Oh, yeah. Uh, All continuing right. on, Continual Light, which I don't think is a illusionist spell. Maybe? Don't think so. That's not a I'll look. It's not first or second, so I'm assuming. No, it's not. Not. Nope. Uh, and then another new spell. This one's called Frigg's Elephant Ears. Frigg is F-R-I-G-G. -G. <laughs> <laughs> this is a second level spell. It's pretty cool, but you can't cast it, unfortunately. He so, is it. It's all right. So this is, um, you actually know the name Frigg. You've heard of this. Uh, this is, he's kind of, mm -hmm. like, they had, like, the name spells are always sort of, like, known by everybody. It's sort of like Mordenkainen or Tensor, right? Um, sure. So this is uh, Frigg the Wily, who was a legendary Imperial Goblin magic user. Um, uh, Mort would probably... Do we think... Sorry, go ahead. Nope, go ahead. Let's say, do we think much like the early spells being named after friends of our players and designers? These are also Richard's buddies. <laughs> That's actually a good question. Richard, yeah. please answer that question. Richard, <laughs> chime in. Are these your friends? <laughs> um, so, yeah, Freed the Wily Elephant Ears. It causes the ears of a target who utters any falsehood for the duration of the spell to grow to the size of elephant ears. The ears, oh the ears droop and flap, making the subject's lies instantly obvious to the caster. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, amazing. Yeah, Pinocchio that's, effect. Yeah. That's for two turns. Yeah, it's Pinocchio effect. Yeah. Um, and knock, which is not an illusionist. Mirror image. That's got to be. I have that. Spell, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, sure. Yeah. I know. I have blur. Let me look. Oh, it's I second think knock. I think. Yeah. There you go. So you can memorize that one, and you can scribe it. Mm, baby, you know I'm gonna. Uh, cool. Okay. Mirror image, and last one is web, which is definitely not a illusion spell. Uh, cool. So that's Tressy. Tressy actually had some good shit. 
a lot more than I expected from her, mm -hmm. to be honest. I don't know why I assumed it'd be a smaller book. So of her book, I can do Brachyros Effect and Mirror Image. Sounds like it, yep. Uh, yeah, cool. I'm just going to color that in my notes so I know. Yeah, it's Brachteros. Brachteros is B-R-A-C-T-E-R-O-S. B-R-A-C-T-E-R-O-S? Okay, yes, cool. Brachteros. And that's os like Latin, or 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 is it um, possessive? Uh, uh, like Bracteros or Bractero possessive? Okay, cool. Yeah, like Latin, it's like the full name, Bracteros. Mm -hmm. House Bracteros. Uh, okay, that's trusty. So then you have to go to bed. Then you wake up again on the twenty seventh, um, and you uh, you have memorized you read memorize your read two more read magics during the morning, and then you immediately cast another one on another spell book. Uh, which one would you like to do now? Oh, this is fun. Uh, hmm. Let's do let's do Cassandra next. Cassandra. It's betting that Cassandra is the next lowest on the totem pole. This is kind of a nice little gamble here. <laughs> let's see. Can Cassandra beat Trusty? Uh, both are dead. <laughs> <laughs> In Valhalla. Okay, so uh, Cassandra was did not have as many spells as Trusty. Oh. Um, she all, all of these are magic user spells except for one, which is an illusionist mm -hmm. spell and is new. So, like, the juicy Hell one yeah. is actually the illusionist spell. So, we'll go through the magic Hell users yeah. first. Magic user spells, we oh. have Comprehend Languages. Floating Disc. Mm, good one. So sad they just have to call it Floating Disc because of the OGL. We all know it's Tensor's Floating Disc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. Floating Disc, uh, Jump, Read Magic, again, and Shield. The new one, however, is a first-level illusionist spell. Called Cleophalus's good uh, Cleophalus's look away spell. Cleophalus is uh, Cleo, P H A L U S. Only one L. Don't get excited. <laughs> yeah. Cleophalus's look away spell. Um, spells make it difficult for viewers to pay attention to the target. Unlike invisibility, the target is always visible, as are all of his or her possessions, but the magic of the spell causes those near the target to focus on other things. So it's kind of, it causes their vision to slide off you, right? Um, allowing the target to slip past them unseen. The spell is completely effective on creatures... This is pretty awesome. On creatures up to 4 plus 4 hit die. Um, those That's a pretty powerful monster. Um, those mm -hmm. above 4 plus 4 hit die get a saving throw. Um, that's even awesomer, which means that it can affect... There is no upper limit... To who it could mm -hmm. possibly affect, they just have to fail a saving throw. Which That's is, amazing. Which is crazy. That's a first level spell. Oof. Uh, the GM may assess a modification to saves for environmental conditions. The more plausible it is for viewers to be looking away, for example, in crowds or when other activities, noises, etc., are occurring, the easier it is for a target to escape their attention. Conversely, in certain circumstances, the viewers might have an easier time resisting the spell if already alerted, if the target is walking in mud, etc. It's pretty cool. Mm, gotcha. So a little bit of my fiat in there. Um, uh, that lasts for two rounds plus one round per level. So that's not great. The duration is actually not super because it's measured in rounds. So it's actually mm. meant to be sort of more of like an encounter spell rather than a, a long-term effect. Um, makes sense. Yeah. So like that would have... You would have, like your natural inclination probably would have been like that would have been a great spell to have during this whole sneaking around um, like last sessions, but it, it would have it would have lasted a matter of minutes if at most. Well, it's it's rather than my bell trick that might have been a spell I would have used. Mm. 
Although exactly. I love to not use magic and play a magic user, as everyone's probably familiar. <laughs> Even if I had had my spell pick this whole time, I probably would have done hijinks without it. But uh, right. yeah, yeah, that's cool. So that's the uh, the Cleophalus's look away spell. Uh, all right, and then you have one more book that you can uh, decipher on the twenty seventh. Let's do the cookbook next. Cookbook. Oh, I almost gave away the name of who the cook was. Mm, uh oh. Well, am I going to find out? <laughs> Uh, is I it it's something I would decipher from the book itself? Because that might be useful information. For the no, it's actually, I was giving the name of the cook, actually, but not the name of the, mm, uh, gotcha. the owner of the spell book. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, why is that going to a weird... I gave the, did I give the wrong number here? Let's see. One, two, sixty-seven. I did. Okay, that's fine. I got it. I got it. Um. Okay. Yeah, so this um, this book does not have an a, a, an author listed on it, so you don't know who this was. Probably somebody who ended up in a cook pot, which is unfortunate. Um, okay, so the first one is Audible Glamour, and I know it's an OSC spell, but I don't know. I'm not familiar. Oh, it is first level illusionist spell. Boom. Nice. I, I I I figured it would be. Um, Thanks, Osric. So Osric is doing the classic. This is the description for Audible Glamour for Illusionist Spell. It says, uh, spell functions in the same manner as the magic user spell the same name. You bastard. So now I gotta go through the magic user spells here. Hold on. Uh, Audible Glamour. Here we go. Uh, creates illusory, illusory sounds. Uh, designates a focal point for the spell. Blah, blah, blah. You can move it at will. Maximum volume depends on your level. Uh, each additional caster level allows the caster to add the sound of four more people into the illusion. Um, as a benchmark, the sound of an explosion or landslide would require a caster level of approximately eighth. Um, wow. I missed some of that. Can you either copy it later on Discord or because it's not in the OSC, right? It's, no, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, okay. it's got a few details, but it's. It's very similar to sort of like um, minor illusion, but only auditory, right? Okay. Um, yeah. So it lasts uh, two rounds per level. Once again, it's more okay. of like a distraction um, thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool. So basically, like the volume of the of the audio itself is uh, commensurate with your level. Like the the higher level you are, the more mm -hmm. loud you can make it. And they were saying the benchmark is at like at eighth level, you could do something like the the volume of like a large explosion. Gotcha. Right. All right. Uh, color spray, which you already have. Mm -hmm. um, as you're flipping through these pages, you realize this entire book is an illusion of spell book. Well, I got to figure out who this fucking person was. All right. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Phantasmal Force. Mm -hmm. Do you already have that one? You don't, do you? Yeah. You do? I do. Oh, okay. I believe so. That's a yeah, I do. Uh, blur. That's a good you one. Got blur, too, don't you? No. Okay, so you got Blur. I don't have any second level spells, so that's great. Great. Got Blur. Improved Phantasmal Force. Mm, even better. Level. I don't have that. Yeah. Fear. <sighs> that's a third level what? spell. You're almost there. You'll get that at fifth. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Fear is obviously awesome. One of the classics. Um, uh, last one is another classic. I love this spell. Rope Trick. Ooh, all right. Do you know, oh, yeah. trick? have you have you yeah. played? Yeah, it's great. I haven't read this versions, but I've used it elsewhere. Let me just 
review real quick. Why don't we read it? Yeah, page 158 of the player's tome. It's pretty great. Let's see. Oh, yeah, a lot of good uses. Oh, I'm going to use the hell out of this. Nice. Rope is enchanted to rise up into the air, enabling the caster and others to climb it and disappear into an imaginary space. Yep. Rises in full length or at most 30 feet and hangs stiffly in the air. Uh, the rope may be climbed normally. Uh, a human-sized or smaller creature that climbs to the top of the rope can disappear into said space. Uh, it can hold up to six individuals. Uh, creatures inside are, cannot be perceived or affected to those outside, so you're hidden. Uh, and the rope may be pulled up into the imaginary space, also disappearing. This is a phenomenal phenomenal so spell for any situation we find ourselves it's in. so good because you could pull up the whole entire party it's obviously designed for that mm -hmm. you know what i mean so like it's, it's great for resting in the dungeon mm -hmm. that's that's the biggest thing right there is like you have been terrified as i've made you terrified of actually taking a full rest in the dungeon that's a rest in the dungeon. well duration is only two turns per turn or two rounds two turns oh, per level though you're right you're right yeah 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 and maybe in a different i can't remember where it might be longer no, uh, right. NBX, maybe. I'm not sure. Never Still, mind. phenomenal, phenomenal escape hatch, literally. Yeah. Uh, That's like, there's a lot of other creative creative ways to use it, right? It's just you, a very good spell. If you're getting chased by four-armed bar ba baboons down hallways, you turn around a corner, cast a spell, they're, you're just gone. You're good. Literally. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's Oh, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. Great spell. Cool. Yep. Uh, and that is it for the Mysterious Cook's book. Up next is Blondvig. We're almost there. So we have Blondvig and Isocritus left, right? Mm -hmm. And the Cook's book was the last book of the 27th, right? Yes. Okay. Wait. No, wait, wait, wait. So I did uh, Scrolls and then Tresty. Yeah, then I did Cassandra and the Cookbook. Yes. So I sleep tonight. I could uh, 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 scribe one more spell. Yes. Yep. So it may be worthwhile to do that. Uh, Blur is very useful. Improved Phantasmal Force is very useful. I do have a bias towards unique spells, though. Let me reread Cleophallus again. So that's the really good stealth spell. It's just a very fun spell. Oh, okay. I'm going to try not to take too long deciding. Let me just really quick skim Blur and improve Phantasmal. And don't forget that these you cannot just you have if you want to cast them, you must scribe them, like because they're in spell books, they are not scrolls. Which is why I will probably cast or scribe that and then keep the others as like offhand castable but but i just want to like make sure that's not something that i desperately want for our next session no that's what uh, i'm saying they're, they're not offhand castable yeah. yeah oh no no i know what you mean yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay um nor would i is what i'm saying i am saying oh. like if i were typically as a default if i were to choose to describe any of these three i'd do the one that is rare aka cleophallus and then just you know use the others as scrolls if i had to but uh in case our session really benefit from the, either of the two i might and do yeah. this and just look real quick. Sorry, one second, gang. Uh, blur okay. is as I remember it. Like the, the audience out there doesn't know what the what the plan is for next session. You do, sure. So you yeah. can kind of you can kind of project like what you may or may not want to have handy. You know what? I I I just like uh, keeping this clean. Let's go ahead and do Cleophallus. I just want to do it. Okay, cool. Uh, let me gotta try. Gotta try. Gotta try. All right, I'm ready when you are. Okay, everyone cross your fingers. 83 was pretty close last time. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling now. What do we got? 28, baby. You're good. You're good. All right. No problem. So you have Cleophalus's look away spell. Pretty Excited. Good. 
Uh, all right. That was it. So on the 28th, now this is the third day of rest at the end of the Broken Head. Um, when we go back to the actual session, when we do uh, episode 35, we'll of course like go over like what the rest of the party is doing for those three days. Mm-hmm. But they, we sure. have already discussed that they are basically deferring, they're, they're resting so that Onweir can do this. That's basically the, the main reason they are not immediately going back to the dungeon. All right, so on the, <laughs> the, the third day, on the third day, Onweir rose. Memorizes read magic again, and um, he has the big hefties this time. He's got Isocritus and Blondvig. Blondvig first. Blondvig first. I don't think he was hefty. He was pretty easy to get rid of, if you ask me. <laughs> so was Isocritus, man. They both Listen, had the same fate. <laughs> you, you, you know what? You know what their their worst mistake was? Just thinking they were wizards. You know, exactly. just thinking they had they had they needed spell books. Mm-hmm. Who needs a spell book, really? Yep. I'm going to die, I predict, three sessions after starting to cast spells again before I die horribly. For, for <laughs> yeah, exactly. some arbitrary reason, the minute I get spells back, no Onweir's gone. Sorry, gang. <laughs> Hubris just comes with, it just comes oh, with no, the ability. It's just, it's just how, it, how it goes, how yeah. it goes. I do picture, like, you, though, like, sitting closeted in your room, like, your kind of shitty room at the inn, just, like, <laughs> smiling as you're remembering, like, like, the, like the, the fate of both of these men. You know I mean? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. All right. Uh, Blonde Vague. Phlebotomist Plum Thorns, right-hand man. Um, what do we got here? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's trusty-sized, shall we say. Sure. So it, he was a magic user, so uh, a little bit uh, anticlimactic. Right. But we have uh, Enlarge. Is the first one. Friends again. Jump again. Magic missile again. Uh, let me know if I'm going too fast. Uh, no, you're good. Magic aura. That's a, that's an Osric. I gotta check to see if that might be. Um, I don't think it's on my book unless it's higher level. It's definitely not a OSC spell. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Sorry, sorry. Gotcha. Yeah, no. I have to check Osric. Magic aura. No, uh, is a magic user spell. Uh, read magic again, shield again, sleep again, uh, knock, uh, mirror image, which you can cast, but you've already gotten that one, and scare. Scare might be that might be an illusionist spell. Let's check. Scare. No, sorry. Sorry, but there right. is one new spell. Oh, magic is here as well, but um, it's, right, it's old Frig. Frig the Wily again. Uh, Frig's Jelly Legs. <laughs> I like Frig. Frig's yeah. right up my alley. Frig's cool. Uh, uh, oh, a little little bit of flavor for this one. He was sometimes known to his disciples as Frig the Fabulous. Um, mm-hmm. uh, causes the target's legs to become rubbery and unstable. Uh, those affected have their movement halved and suffer minus two penalties to all combat rolls for the duration. Successful save lets the move at three quarters speed and a minus one. So, yeah, this makes you slow. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, so poor, uh, yeah, Blonde Vague was not giving you much love there. A lot of repeats. Yeah, that's all right. All magic user. Um, and now the big guy. Now, Isocritus, uh, he, he's a magic user too. So I expected as much. Be prepared. But he does have a lot. Uh, okay. um, he, and you were right. He was by far the most powerful, like by far. So there are a lot of like really kick-ass spells here. Um, all right. So have your typing figures out here, David, because we got a lot. <laughs> Yeah, hold on one second. And I will have to cross-reference with uh, with Osric here just to double-check if there are any 
duplications with illusionist spells. Okay, you ready? I am ready. Effect normal fires. That's a magic user spell. Alarm. Magic user. Uh, actually, maybe, maybe. No. Uh, arm. Uh, armor, which is magic user. Charm person. Comprehend languages. I think that's. It's probably not a. Yeah, that wouldn't be an illusion spell. Uh, yeah, comprehend languages. Uh, friends again. Grease, which is a great magic user spell. Uh, hold portal. Magic missile. Protection from evil. I know these are all magic user spells. That's where I'm sort of whipping through them. Read magic. Yeah. Sleep. Continual light. Uh, detect invisibility. That's a maybe. Uh, let's see. Detect. 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 Not Noah C. Let me check. Osric. Detect visibility. Uh, detect. Yes. Uh, a first level illusionist spell. Detect invisibility. Nice. Uh, guess what it does? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. Uh, so Can it you does. What's that? I, I was going to say, just tell me what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for five, last five rounds per level. And you can see invisible creatures and shit. Nice. Okay. Uh, detective visibility. Uh, forget. That's a maybe for me too. I'm not actually sure. I've never heard of that spell. Mm. Forget. Game. Nope. Magic user. Um, knock. Again, levitate. A new spell called the Pummeling Fists of Arik Jor. <laughs> That's great. So Arak short spelled out. Uh, <laughs> Arak is uh, A R A K dash Jor, which is Z H O R R. Just the name you can tell. It's definitely not an illusionist spell. Um, second yeah. level, second level magic user spell. It's named for the infamous air elemental Arak Jor. It fills a twenty foot cube with flailing fists of air. Uh, <laughs> does damage. Yeah. Uh, so we would have died miserably if we were identified by uh, by him before killing him. So I have to check to see if he actually had it memorized. He may not have had it memorized. Um, and the victim must save uh, or have anything they are holding torn from their grasp and thrown away from him. That's actually the really part. That's the cool part of that spell. Uh, that's great. Because as we all know, kids out there, straight up damage spells are boring. Don't forget. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> As as you can tell from my playing an illusionist, I will only choose spells that half of the community will insist have no use, and then I will prove them wrong. Exactly, that's right. <laughs> let the fighters do the damage rolls. Yeah, uh, listen. Okay, uh, going on. Ray of Enfeeblement again. Cool. Strength. Uh, they call it uncontrollable hideous laughter, but we know it is Tasha's uncontrollable hideous laughter. That's a maybe. I'll give it a... Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a magic user. Uh, uncontrollable, uncontrollable. That's a U. Yeah, magic user. Um, uh, Claire Audience. That's a sweet one. I meant to check that one too. Can you check um, divination? I'll get what's what level is it for MU? I'm not I'll sure. check. Uh, I don't see it anywhere. Let's see. It's like a scrying thing. It's more like divination, so it's actually not. A yeah, I'm assuming not. Yeah, no good. Uh, clear okay. audience. Okay. Uh, detect illusion, which I'm sure has mm -hmm. got to be, I would hope. That'd be crazy if not, but who knows? 
uh, detect illusion. Yeah, first level um, uh, illusionist spell. Oh yeah, there you go. You can see it for what it uh, truly is, um, but that's also pretty cool. So it, it it reveals the presence of an illusion, but then also sort of shows you what it actually was supposed to be, right? Mm, like interesting. Th- that actually would have been um, good for identifying like the Laryl items, right? Which were de- like that's just a first level spell would have shown you that immediately, right? Um, Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, three rounds plus two rounds per level. So okay. Uh, Going again, we got detect illusion, detect uh, dispel magic. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. But probably not something you can cast, unfortunately. Maybe, maybe. Uh, detect magic. You have dispel- oh, it is. It's a fourth level yeah. illusionist spell. But be aware that in OSC there is a difference between dispel illusion and dispel magic. Um, and I think dispel magic actually. I'm going to have to look into it, but my, my feeling is because Dispel Magic is more powerful that it probably encompasses what Dispel mm. Illusion also does, right? Um, just anything Makes magical. Um, but we'll have to look into it. So that's a fourth level Illusion of Spell. Uh, haste. That's got to be just Magic User. Lightning Bolt. Magic User. Secret Page. That's a maybe. Secret. What levels are we at right now? Are we like fourth, fifth? Sounds like, yeah. They actually don't have them labeled here in the book, but they are definitely oh, going see. higher. Lightning Bolt's a third level spell, so I think these are all third. I don't see Secret Page on the OSC list. Yeah, it's, it's a uh, MU Osric spell. Um, Secret yeah. Page. Uh, slow, definitely magic user. Suggestion. I don't think that's Illusionist, because that sounds like an enchantment to me. Oh, nope, I'm wrong. Uh, third level Illusionist spell. I'm going to check OSC to see if it, OSC has it. OSC has it. Third level. There it is. Yep, I see it. That's great. You're going to like that one. I know you love the suggestion. Oh, yeah. 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 Used it many times in other systems. Uh, and that last one is, uh, I think this is a fourth level spell. This is a classic one. I remember this from AD and D days. The the mnemonic enhancer used to be, uh, be before it was OGLified, known as Rarys. Mnemonic Enhancer, mm. Rary the Traitor of the Circle of Nancy, <laughs> Greyhawk. Uh, so Mnemonic I don't believe it's on mine. I think that's it's one where it allows you to like learn or know or recall new spells or something like that. I can't remember. Let's see. That's right. I don't see the illusionists are on rather on OSC. No. Magic user's word. Cool. Can I run through those real quick to make sure I got them all? Yep. Go for it. Uh, effect normal fires, alarm, armor, charm person, comprehend languages, friends, grease, uh, hold portal, magic missile, protection from evil, read magic, sleep, continual light, detect invisibility, uh, forget, knock, levitate, uh, pummeling fists of Araxor, uh, raven feeblement, strength, man, this is a big book, yeah. uncontrollable hideous laughter, clear audience, detect illusion, dispel magic, haste, lightning bolt, secret page, slow suggestion, and mnemonic enhancer. You got it all, yeah. That's that is this a is massive spell book. I mean, if you this were is like the most user, valuable asset I could imagine having at this point. I mean, yeah. like I, I guess Laurel's gear is really really valuable, obviously, because it's like an artifact, and yeah. also like obviously we can't sell magic items. There's not theoretical money value to these in, in our campaign, but given that it would cost like tens tens of thousands of GP just to recreate my first level book. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that's the context for everyone. This is like a crazy book. It's invaluable. Yeah, it's 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 wow. really meaty. It stands in line though with Isocritus's background as like a like a, mm-hmm. a professional empire wide known um, hireable wandering sage. So crazy. It's uh yeah. And so uh, another possible use, you know, uh, it's more of like a long term thing, obviously, because they would start pretty uh, powerless. Would be to hire a retainer that's a magic user. Um, Put put them put put it to use immediately by by gifting mm-hmm. them the, those spells, and then you would also have um, them as a possible backup character in case someone dies, and then suddenly you're you're front loaded with a bunch of awesome shit. That's true. You know? Yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So you have, I but mean, if they die, I lose it all. So I got to determine how greedy I am because I do have. Although I didn't think I could top my eighteen intelligence roll. Mm-hmm. And I want, I want it to be clear, no one's fudging dice here. Nope. Every, I, I don't remember if we... Did we live roll our character? Yeah, we, we live rolled it. Yep. You can go to session zero and watch David roll that 18. Yep. Well, yeah. But I don't know if we did for our second character. Well, we must have. Anyway, oh, I, your I, second my, character. I, yeah. ro- I rolled an elf with the best stat block I've ever seen. It was the craziest thing. I remember it was very upsetting to everyone in a good way, obviously. But, <laughs> I mean, it's... Uh, let me look at it real quick. Quick, quick diversion. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I made him an elf because why not? I had a 14 strength, 17 intelligence, 12 wisdom, only an eight dex, which is bad, but a 16 con wow. as well, uh, and a nine charisma. So I guess I guess it wasn't as universally high as I remember, it's, but it's a, 14, a 14, 17, 12, and a 16, and a stat block is yeah. insane. You beat the 3d6 odds, so, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was wild. So anyway, so, so the temptation then, though they obviously have slower access to spells to use these on an elf, it's pretty high, or just to make that person mm-hmm. a magic user, <laughs> I guess. But it's very true. Anyway. Yeah. It's like, so there's a lot of different uh, ways you can you can, you can mm-hmm. go about using this stuff. And that's just the one cool. spell book. You've got like a bunch of other ones. That was, like, you have a, basically I mean, like a full-fledged, high-level character's full panoply of, of magic user spells ready, ready and willing to go. Ready and I mean, it's to go. crazy. And like, again, like, to what extent and within what time or availability we have to pursue this, we had discussed as a group, you know, like you know, how we're going to store our stuff. But I look at all of this. What's so cool about this is I look at all of this and I go, I have like the quintessential like library of a magic user. It's like there's the verisimilitude, mm-hmm. not just of like finding a bunch of spell books, but all of the rare books we found yeah. is such like by sheer luck. So, uh, appropriate for the character that i'm rolling right like he would be losing his absolute shit at this and be and be debating retirement probably if (laughs) i'm honest right like he'd be like i'm gonna open a magic shop and fuck off right like it's probably what he would do uh but it's it's just so cool i think it like Uh, those it always reminds me of like those the uh the 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 paintings by like Elmore and Easley and stuff like that of like wizards with like all of like their books mm-hmm. behind them and and oh. how you play the game but you never actually end up realizing that image right like magic users never do but you do you now have like a, like awesome rare works of literature plus awesome spell books you know what I mean but you have I mean, I've, yeah you don't have any bookshelves. The, no, I know. That's the whole thing. So the question is like, how do I secure my cachet without someone fucking mugging me and taking it all? Yeah. Which, as I said, will probably happen within the next three sessions. So. That, that is of primary importance to everyone in the party right now. Very yeah. concerned about that. Yeah. Yeah. So a little preview anyway, for next time. Yeah. They will be they will be discussing like what they're going to do with all of this extremely valuable stash. They have multiple yeah. stashes now. They have multiple. Yeah. So um, that's a, that's of primary importance is what they're going to do with all this stuff. But we'll start initially. Um, with uh going over the the works of literature um so we'll have uh, everyone kind of take a stab at uh, reading some of the books 
Uh, Amazing. Although Onweir himself is probably going to have to double check the books themselves, but you might be the only one that can translate actually a, a, a fair number of those, I think, are written in only Mithric because they're all yeah. old. Um, yeah, it so, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so um, you do have the time within these three days and all that extra space when you're not annoying Gorand and studying the spell books to actually <laughs> yeah. describe basically whatever you want. So if there's any other uh, first or second. Oh, really? Spells, I thought it was just one. Pretty, I was going to describe another one for this day. And if there's anything else I want to describe, I definitely would if that's cool. Yeah, you know, you can, absolutely. You, you can. I would say like in the span of I was saying like you could span whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You, you, I'm sorry. You can. What did I uh, you can scribe whatever you want in the span of eight hours total. Ah, uh, I see now. Yeah. Unless the well, spell is like crazy powerful, but yeah. yeah, I'm obviously going to scribe everything I can then. So, so uh, let me just go into a lot of li- a lot of lists to go yeah. through real quick. Let me just so <laughs> scroll back up here. I, I did brainful spiders. Um, uh, I know in the scrolls, I had a scroll of blur. No, wait, that was that was the first book. Never mind. Right. Yeah. 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 So no, no more illusionist spells in the scrolls. On Tresty's book, uh, we have the Brecteros effect. Yeah. We have mirror image, and I think the rest were immune spells. Charm person. Uh, I'm going to make a house rule right now. The the, the sure. actual rule for copying is that you can only scribe spells that um, are a level that you can cast. But okay. um, I've always liked uh, to do it with casters where they can scribe whatever they want um, mm-hmm. if, if they've got the time and the spell, but they just can't cast it from that spell book until they actually achieve that level of power. So um, so in other words, like the, the fourth level illusionist spells that you have found, you can scribe right now. I can go inscribe now. Okay, cool. You, you just can't cast them until you reach that level. Just quite all right, quite all right. I think that is also just frankly helpful for us now, and and more fun for the viewers probably. So uh, I'm going to go through and scribe them all. Then let's roll them. But I might miss some, so I'm going to need your help to kind of go through again. Um, I know on trustees, I want to do Bracteros first, so let's go ahead and do that. Okay. Uh, I'm, which one am I going to? F- Flub of all of these is the big question. Yeah, the so here comes yeah, there's lots. Here comes Rectorus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 53. 53 okay, yeah. I got that. One. So let me add that to my book. Um, my PDF is going to get real heavy here um, pretty soon. Yeah. All right. Uh, mirror image next. So I'm going to do that one. Okay. 52. 52. Good to go. Nice. Mirror image. That is second level, second correct? Level. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Brazel, I can't. Frig, I can't. Charm person, I don't think. You said no. there's not an illusion as well. Yeah. No. Charm, I can't. Comprehend, I can't. Or I think nothing else there. Erase, friends, magic missile, message, read magic. No. Sleep, continual light, knock lab. I think those are all a no. No. Yep. Okay, Cassandra. Cassandra's. I'm going to do Cleophallus again, right? This illusionist. You did. Or that. did you say that was first magic? Oh, I did do that one. You, you did that one. No, yeah. I didn't. Yes, you did. Oh, that's, I did. I did. I did. I did. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's the only bad. one from Cassandra. Yeah. So uh, then, oh, my dog's barking now. Blonde. Hush, buddy. Um, uh, cookbook. Cookbook had audible glamour on it. Uh, uh, I think you're right. And I think everything else was not. It was Audible Glamour, Color Spray, Phantasmal Force, Blur. Oh, no, I had a few things. Blur and Improved Phantasmal Force as well. So oh, yeah, I'll definitely a, do a lot the, actually, the, co- book. the Coast book is all illusionist spells. You can roll for Strangely all Strangely very useful in the end. Um, okay, cool. Let me just... Sorry, I'm bookkeeping a little bit on our notes doc as well, so it's easier to read. Okay, so uh, let's start with Audible Glamour. Okay. 
Rolling it. That is a oh, 93. Ah, is. first one dead. That's a good one too, man. Shit. That's a good one. That's that's a bummer. All right. Uh, so it's all right. It happens. Doesn't mean never. You just have to find another version of the spell. That's uh, okay. That's right. okay. There Let it is. Strike through here. I don't remember. Let me see format. <clears throat> Alt shift. Okay. Uh, color spray now. Okay. So I'll do blur next. Uh, yes. Yeah, because you have the other. You have color spraying phantasmal force already. Ooh, no blur either. Ooh, oh, the luck man. is running out. I'm going to ninety four. Ooh, Brutal. all right. No blur. It's okay. It's all okay. Right. I better get improved in phantasmal though. Or I'm going to cry a little bit inside. All right. Okay. Uh, let's go. Ooh, there we, there go. we go. Fifty. Okay. So improved phantasmal force is a go. That's good. And that is the second level. That's great because that's something that I quite like. All right, now to Blonde Vig. I think only no, near no, no. image. You got, you got two more in there, man. You got fear and rope trick. Oh shit! Good ones. Like those. Good. Those are illusionist spells. Oh, yes. I didn't even put the, together the whole those spell book is an illusionist spell book. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Shit, uh, foolish me. Okay, uh, so obviously I'm gonna roll for those now. These are both third level spells, so you'll be able to cast them when you raise in level next time. 52. Fifty-two. So fear we got. Nice. I'm I'm praying for your rope trick because that spell is so. Oh, bad. dude, I want it so bad. <laughs> it's, it's also just like personality-wise, I just love the spell. It's just mm -hmm. like really up my alley. Uh, oh, there we okay, go. 18. eighteen. Okay, got rope trick. Good. Cool. Got rope trick. Love that. I don't think Bond Big gives you a lot of love. I think only mirror image on his, and I already have memorized it. Let me just double check uh, real quick. See, enlarge, friends, jump, magic missile, magic aura, read magic, shield, sleep, knock, mirror image, scare, and yeah. tricks, jelly legs. It was all, all crap. Scare yeah. seems like it might be, but I don't think it is. I, I looked it up. It wasn't. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. And down to ISO. Effect number fires, no. Alarm, no. Armor, charm, comprehend, friends, grease, hold portal. I don't think any of these I can cast. You have a couple. So detect invisibility is one. Detect invisibility. I'll do that first. Okay. Let's see what we got. Cool. 41. Got All it. good. Uh, so let me copy that. Uh, and is that in OSC or do I need to copy the description over? No, that should be in uh, that should be in OSC. Detect invisibility. All of us are semi-familiar, or fairly, I would say fairly familiar, but the thing that I love about OSC and a lot of, you know, like OSR VX games is the spells are different. They're yeah. exciting. You never you never know what thing you think you're perfectly familiar with has yeah. changed in a pleasant way. So um, they're, they're almost like it, they're the, the OSC versions of spells you might be familiar from modern versions of D&D &D are almost always better and more powerful. So much better. Yeah. More creative in general, which translates is better to me. I don't actually see it in OSC. Yeah, you're right. Unless it, I'm it, just it blind. is an Osric spell. It is an Osric spell. Uh, so just again, it's first level. It's five rounds of level. See invisible. That's it. Uh, Any other caveats? Hold on. What was his detective visibility? I can give it to you real quick. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll copy over everything real quick. But five rounds per level. Sure. Um, yeah, and you see invisible shit. Yeah, has ten, ten, right. ten feet for level range. Ten feet per level. Yeah. Which isn't great, actually. Yeah, you were walking right up on that invisible knife at that point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, detect illusion, I believe, is the next. Forget knock, levitate, pummeling, none of those I can do. So yep. uh, I will roll for that. One moment. 
55. Good to go. We have it. So copy that over. My spell book is getting hefty, gang. So you have this two is more. weird. This is very surreal. <laughs> yeah. And Detect Illusion is in OSC. Yep. I thought so. Yep. Okay. Dispel Magic is next. Yep. Uh, I'll go ahead and roll that. That is a 72. We got it. That's good. Because that is a good spell to have. I mean, it's huge. You can't cast it yet, but. And I think, what, what did we say? That was a. That's actually a fourth level spell. Yeah, so it's fourth uh, level it for is. illusionists. Yeah. It's third level for for magic users. So mm -hmm. wait a little bit longer. But I mean, if I survive to cast fourth level spells, I'll be surprised. But I'm also more of a pessimist, I think, than most of the party. <laughs> so we'll see, we'll baby. See. Uh, I say pessimist. I love dying if it isn't clear to everyone. <laughs> my yes. my favorite thing to do is die miserably in these games. But that's why uh, the rest of the party right. is terrified because they're just worried that you're going to try. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I will say it's not because I'm chaotic. Reputation, though, I do have. That's very, very true. true. While we're here. Very Very true. You, all the audience should be aware out there that he's actually David is actually the least chaotic. <laughs> I plan. I plan an enormous amount off camera. Uh, I just like playing into the chaoticness yeah. uh, from a character because it's great. It's not. Yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta be a Jim crazed uh, maniac. That's right. Uh, uh, all right. I, th I believe next is suggestion, and that is the last uh, the last one. The last one to memorize. The last one. Yep. Okay, everyone. Yep. Say a prayer for me. Let's watch it happen. Ooh, another Ooh, close so one. close. Another 82. Close 82. But we got it. All right. We nice. got it. I'm feeling real greedy right now. The suggestion is... I, my spell book is tumescent with uh, uh, with magic that's right now. <laughs> it is a terrible word. Uh, that's a third level <laughs> spell. So, yeah. So, that, again, that'll, third be, as well. that'll be next level. When you get to fifth, you'll be able to cast those. Um, All right. Okay. Uh, well, I have quite the hefty spell book now. I believe we've done everything on that end. What else is remaining? That's Anything? it. All right, that, man. that is literally it. Like we are, we're, so we're saving the books for the actual literary works for next uh, for next time with the rest of the group. Um, but uh, for the listeners out, uh, watchers and listeners out there, what um, David's going to do? He's actually been doing. He's been editing his PDF character sheet, and he'll send me the link to that, and then I can upload that to the website, which is uh, our new website with 36downtheline.com. If you go to the characters page, you um, you'll there should be relatively up-to-date character sheets i think goran's still like second <laughs> um, but uh but david will give us that uh, that new sheet um i if you're sure. listening to this for the on the very first day it releases it may not be up there right now but uh, we'll definitely get it updated as soon as we can so you can pour over all of on weir's uh, uh newfound power which is pretty sweet so he's loaded for bear mm. um so, very excited yeah i think that's it right i think we're good to go I think that's good. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, John. Thanks for running through. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. So uh, uh, that just to confirm, I have two first and two second level slots, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I will, I guess, declare during the session what I've memorized during that time. But uh, yeah, you might want to think. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you got. I think I'm gonna think about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably reorder a bit. Why don't you remind the listeners really actually what your what your original spell book had in it? Because it's been so long. My original, yeah, my original spellbook had. Um, let me get closer to my mic. Uh, I had chromatic orb, I had color spray, dancing lights, light, phantasmal force, read magic. Oh, you, which was a good. Honestly, it was a really spells. solid first spellbook. I expected yeah. a a much. Well, I mean, I lost it immediately, but you know, I was like, oh wow, yeah. I'm gonna get a lot to start with. But uh, well, we rolled those uh, randomly, now, right? At character creation, we rolled them. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, very very good spellbook. Um, so and, and on you, top you, of that, you have the gems. You have the gems now 
to. Oh, I should explain that. That's a very fun. Sorry, go ahead, John. I cut you off. No, you're right. But you, you, you. He's been waiting forever to cast chromatic orb, but it requires mm -hmm. these specialized gems, and they actually found those gems in, um, in uh, Isocritus's magical laboratory mm -hmm. recently. So he can actually finally mm -hmm. cast that spell, uh, which is pretty. Which cool. is amazing. Yeah, I. Um, uh, sorry for cutting you off there. I get excited and jump in. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I don't typically, again, pulling the curtain back, I typically like to leave uh, a little bit of flexibility with character concepts because I enjoy finding the character as I play him a little bit. That being said, I've literally never cast Chromatic Orb in my entire gaming career. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And OSC's version of this is incredibly fun. Uh, uh, and so, you know, when I rolled a character, I thought, you know, our conventional wisdom is make a magic user, man. Uh, you know, they'll be the most versatile or whatever, right? Uh, and not even knowing that Richard had put a lot of illusionist stuff in the dungeon, I thought, you know, even if I bar myself from accessing stuff, it'd be really fun to roll an illusionist. Mm -hmm. And uh, what sort of wraps that into, uh, uh, I suppose, the the faint, you know, whisper of a concept is I thought it'd be hilarious in a, you know, brutal, you know, scumbag uh, uh, adventuring party that, you know, the impetus for my magic use was that I was a gym crazed maniac, right? Which I think I said in the, uh, as a joke and as a right. joke in the original thing, but yeah. right. Like, which is why the Ruby throne is still very intriguing to me, but, uh, to get to the, to the point I'll read if, 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 uh, it'd be fun for everybody real quick, what I have and what it does for chromatic orb. It's pretty fun. It's like, uh, it's like seven uh, spells in one, but you, you know, yeah, but you have it's to all be... contention on what gym you hold. Sorry, and, and, what, and what level you are, though. That's the thing. It's like mm -hmm. you don't actually, you can't actually cast all those versions yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, uh, Chromatic Orb has seven levels and seven uh, uh, requirements per level. I have looted a Quartz, a Ruby, an Agate, and an Onyx, which are respectively the first, second, third, and fourth level uses of Chromatic Orb. Um, so you could do the first three. The, <clears throat> I, can, I can do the first three. No, wait. Wait, no, I can only do the first two. No, no, you're. What oh, level is it you? caster level? Oh, it's caster level. It's, caster it's level. not spell level. So you can oh, do so all I can four. actually cast all of them. Oh, I didn't even put that together. The first oh, that's four. Phenomenal. The first four you can do. Yes. Yeah. Well, which are also the only gems I have, for what it's worth, yeah. right? So I can cast what I what I own, which is great. Um, and those are, I'll try to say, uh, uh, in a semi-abbreviated fashion, light, uh, different from the regular light spell. Uh, if the target fails. At a save versus spell, it is surrounded by light in a 15-foot radius for 1d4 rounds. In low light conditions, attacks against the target gain a plus 2 bonus. Any attempts at stealth or surprise on the target's part may be nullified. Fantastic. Already amazing. Already amazing, that's a, right? That's like, like the lowest level uh, effect, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I read that and I was like, okay, I'll be a delusionist, right? <laughs> you, you <laughs> that's know? all you need to tell me. Uh, but, again, but again, like all of these effects seem more powerful than a first second, third, or fourth level spell should be, except for the fact that you have to have a fucking gym to cast them. Mm -hmm. So it's leaning into the material component way without it being like kind of really burdensome, which can be the case sometimes if you really go hard on material components, yeah. which I like. I don't know, just it's like a nice, pulls you into the world a bit. Yeah. Um, okay, next one is heat. Uh, if the target saves, uh, save versus spell. Uh, and this will be the case with all of them, save versus spells. Uh, it suffers a negative two penalty to attacks, saves, and AC for 1d4 rounds. The heat of the ruby orb may also be used to melt up to a cubic yard of ice. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's pretty cool. Love that. All right. Next one is fire. All flammable objects. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> so good. Within two feet of the target are set afire. <laughs> 
Just ultimate chaos. If, if, the target, if the target fails a save versus spell, flammable objects, clothing, hair, etc., on its person are also set on fire. They actually pick out. They actually he names hair like that's so evil, man. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, this inflicts one d three damage for one d four rounds unless the target spins around extinguishing the flame. I can just see you like wading into like the midst of like just go right uh-huh. in the middle of melee combat. Just just yeah yeah. love it and then uh last but not least uh blindness for the onyx the target is blinded for 1d4 rounds unless it saves versus spell blind creature cannot attack so pretty pretty straightforward with that one but blindness is amazing it's like the blindness spell though that's the thing it's like it's wrapped up in the midst of this other yeah Yeah. crazy good very cool crazy very cool yeah so that's sort of my loadout now yeah i was just looking at chromatic I was looking at the uh, at the page where Chromatic Orb is listed, and I actually mm-hmm. just realized that Auditory Glamour, which is one that he failed to memorize, is actually here. It's just renamed Auditory Illusion, so it is actually okay. So it is the same thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's good to know. Um, so yeah, we'll just go um, with that version. Should you come across it again? Uh, cool. Yeah. All right. Cool. So uh, he's got all of his stuff. We're we are good to go. Um, on where is in full power now. Um, so that will take three days. Uh, so we'll, when we start episode 35, we will return back to the night of the 25th, ask the other guys what they want to do. We'll do a bunch of book reading. What they're, what they're basically going to be doing is reading books at the same time that Onweir is deciphering his scrolls and spell books. So it's just, uh, it's, it's school time at the end of the broken head for those three days. Um, and then the intention is then to delve once again, uh, after the third day. Uh, so, uh, but as we know, a lot of things can happen in three days outside Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what the state of Ardenbull is at that time. So, anyways, that'll do it, guys. So, uh, uh, l- please, as I said in the beginning, don't forget to let us know what you thought about this in the comments. I know it was a lot of bookkeeping, um, but uh, we thought it would be interesting for everyone to sort of uh, see rather than um, incorporating it in uh, not wasting the time, but just sort of taking up an entire regular episode with going over this. You can see how much time it would have taken uh, that we just sort of shunt this off to its own little thing. Um, and if you're coming to this many, many months or years later, this content, this is actually appended to the end of episode 34, which is the book stealers of plunger town. That's a direct addendum to that episode. (laughs) Um, just so you're aware. Uh, so yeah, so you've been watching 3d6 down the line. Please don't forget to like, and subscribe, please pass the word on to people. As I said in episode 34, we are criminally underwatched. <laughs> we need more subscribers and listeners and watchers. So please spread the word to all your friends. Um, and we will see you next time for episode 35. Take care, everybody. Thanks, John. Bye.